Hey, hey, everyone. Let me bring a little magic to the show. TK, do you want to choose a card? And don't tell me what it is. Oh, she was doing a magic trick. Huh? Yes, I'm doing a magic trick. Okay, All right, I'll you got your card? card? All right, perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, think, make sure you are thinking about that card really hard, okay? I'm going to start envisioning it in my head. It must be a green card. Stop. <laughs> All right. Um, was your card the Ace of Hearts? No. Well, he's lying, guys. He ruined the trick. <laughs> how you? How you going? That was the worst. What was that? But it wasn't the Ace of Hearts. So you were fifty percent right. Ace that okay. card. Well, obviously there was something blocking. What was the point of that, Hermie? To show, I really don't know. Like, it was supposed. Okay, it was supposed to be a magic trick, and I was supposed to, you know, add a little magic to the show. But clearly, TK was either lying or there was something going on in the magical field that interrupted my trick. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> All right. I didn't say it was gonna be a good trick, guys. So, let's just meet our cast instead. Starting with TK, introduce yourself, and would you rate my trick on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, 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 you know what? I'm going to be the only one to give you a 10. Yeah, Ermin, you get a 10. Thank you. Because it's the, it's the effort that counts. It's the, it's, is... it's the fact that you bring something new to the show. And for the, all the listeners that hears Tolu constantly come at Hermie, it's because he has the hugest crush on her. Now, with that being I said, really ladies and gentlemen. I do not, bro. I do shut not. Up. Shut up. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy TK Hayes. Uh, PC has COVID today. I'm going to be the one to announce that. Um, his voice will sound a little different, but I just wanted to announce that he's a very <laughs> strong young man to bring his, himself to the show tonight. Having COVID, coughing on everything, just coughing up a storm, and he still showed up tonight. You the real MVP, PC. All right. Well, PC, <laughs> care to elaborate on that? Uh, yeah, I think there uh, is definitely a um, concern there for Troll of the Year. And if I had to pick Troll of the Year, it definitely goes to the series. Um, truth be told, I can't stream my voice this week. I am still the co-host. We do still have episodes to run this week. Let's get started with Wii A Trivia 13 with questions made by yours truly and Hermie. Oh, well, okay, at least he said me. Okay. Gianni, our G-Man, what's up? Um, I'm excited for the playoffs. The playing starts tomorrow. Should be fun. Trey, why are you looking at us with a demonic look like that? Like what do you mean? right now, because it looks like you're like looking down and like staring straight into our soul. Well, at least for oh, my... no, I looked up and then I seen Sean's camera. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Trey, hey, how you doing today? I'm good. And I just want to say, why is an orange called orange, but an apple is not called red? Oh, my God. That's it. I can't take it anymore. Eating a burger with no honey mustard. 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 
just eating okay, a burger okay. with no honey yeah. mustard. We're good. We're good. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Trey. Um, Sean, how are you doing today? <laughs> First of all, I don't know why apples would be called red when there's green apples. That makes no sense. Trey's an idiot. Second of all, as PC mentioned, today is trivia, and your boy is going back-to-back, as you all know, as to be expected. This is, this is happening. There's no debate about it. All but right. then again, Sean, people call pineapples and lemons, what's called lemon and pineapple, and bananas bananas, but they don't call the yellow when they're all yellow. You got to stop hating, Sean. You got to stop that hating. Pineapples okay. have green. This is the last... We hate trivia. Trey will be on, guys, so savor it while you can. Because after that, I don't know. All right, Tolu, last but not least, how you doing today? How you feeling? You excited about the show today? Yeah, I'm excited about the show. I can't wait to defeat Sean because I have no way letting a white man beat me two times in a row. I'll be damned. And um, I'm just happy that the Lakers' nightmare season is finally over and Frank Vogel is no longer the coach. Have fun. See you in China. Nick Nurse, please come on down. Well, that is our cast for We Hate Sports. And with that, let's get into some news that you need to know to be in the know. We are sadly regretting to report that the talented quarterback from the Steelers um, and played with Ohio State setting multiple conference records, Dwayne Haskins has died after being hit by a dump truck. On Saturday, it was reported he was trying to cross the highway on foot and the truck struck Haskins and killing him. Um, there wasn't too much else I could find. Obviously, this happened, you know, not that long ago, a couple days. So there isn't a lot out yet. But as far as a preliminary report, that is what is being said. And, you know, we just send out our prayers out to his family. Um, this is just a tragic, um, I mean, accident that happened. And, you know, sending out love and prayers to his teammates as well. I mean... Obviously, they just lost one of their teammates. That's really hard. And he was only 24 years old as well. He was way too young. And honestly, you know, he still had an awesome career ahead of him. So it's really upsetting to hear about this. Um, PC, I just wanted to get your input if you wanted to say something. Wayne Haskins, uh, obviously a very talented quarterback uh, coming out of Ohio State. He paved the way for guys like Justin Fields uh, to, you know, make like and become a prominent uh, draft prospect to take high in the NFL draft. Um, you know, helping Ohio State, you know, pick up the national championship. Um, and it's, uh, it's terrible. Uh, you know, tragic, uh, like you said, tragic accident happening. Um, and, you know, for, I do want to say, <clears throat> Uh, for reporters like Gil Brandt and Adam Schefter, who obviously there are some things that should not be said, uh, especially with things like uh, you know tragic death of Dwayne Haskins, uh, bringing up his struggles in the NFL. It's unnecessary. 
Um, and while both of them have since apologized for their comments, if you've seen what they've said about Dwayne Haskins, um, you know, it's, it's still uncalled for. Um, and it's still, um, it's just a hard pill to swallow uh, for a lot of people, including myself. Uh, it seemed like he was finally getting his, uh, not only his career turned around, but his life turned around while being in uh, Pittsburgh, you know, under the, um, under the mentorship of guys like Mike Tomlin. Um, you know, great husband, a, you know, great teammates, and it's just tragic what happened to him. Well said, PC. All right. Um, we're going to move on to a more happy note for us. Um, we are, we talked about it last week. We announced we're doing back to back trivia. So last week and this week as well. So we are doing trivia again, guys, but we are doing it with a little twist. So instead of our normal trivia style, we came up with the idea to do elimination style to really figure out who is the best at trivia because obviously you're going to have to know these answers and play it well. So instead of our normal style, we're doing this and I'm pretty excited and PC and I cooked up some good questions. I really like them actually. PC, I do have to say PC did a good job picking out questions for you guys. So hopefully you guys like the questions and we can figure out who is going to be our new champion so without further ado let's get into it we hate trivia let's go guys sean are you ready and prepared to defend your title today and what's the strategy going into this trivia to secure the bag of course and, i'm and ready that's exactly what i was gonna say i'm just curious why the fuck tolu has his camera off because we all know you're cheating tolu turn it on Turn it on. Already on Google. Already on Google. Look at him. Shame on you, Tolu. Shame on you. Bro, I'm literally waiting for my fucking food. Like, please. Them nugget thing going nowhere. Yeah. Right. Excuse. You know how we do this. Okay, whatever. You're supposed to be the first nigga with that camera on every week. Every week, yeah. Shut up, Hermie. The rules are as follows. So we have questions from multiple different sports, and we are going to start with an easy round, a medium round, and then a hard round. So the easy questions, they are going to have no multiple choice. You just have to know the answer. And we're just going to keep asking easy questions until we get two people eliminated. So if you get the question wrong, you get eliminated. Then when we move on to the medium round, we're going to ask questions until one more person gets out. And then when that person gets out, we are moving on into the final two, the real showdown. And we're going to ask hard questions until one person gets one wrong. And then the person that wins is our new We Hate Trivia champion. All right. So let's start with the easy questions. What is the max amount of points you can score in a single possession? This is basketball. Basketball? Oh, never mind. He didn't write what sport it was, so I didn't know. I will say there are two acceptable answers here. 
No, no, there should only be one except. How are there two acceptable answers? I don't because know. Because this is Loki a trick question for the easy one. It's not okay. Well, it is a trick question. question. The, no, it it's is. not. Every what's the maximum you can score in basketball? If you don't know this, why are you watching basketball? But okay, fine. Whatever. I didn't come up with the question. I'm telling you, if I would have came I'm up with the question, I'm not gonna lie though. I don't right know answer. what the other answer is. I only know the the regular answer, but we'll. See. Okay, Sean. Oh wait, no, no, no. We're gonna start with Tolu first. Tolu, what did you put? I put five-point play because you can shoot the three, get an in one, miss the free throw, they can get a rebound and then score again. <laughs> yeah, you. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, he's wow. Okay, all right. Yanni, what did you put? I put four because if you get a three and an one, that's one possession right there. Mhm. All right, Trey, what did you put? I also put four points because if you get a three, then you get the free throw after, so it becomes a four-point play. Okay. TK, what did you put? Yeah, I don't know what African math for the listeners that totally just did, but the answer is four, and that and the only other answer could have been was not five. So I'll tell you that. Yes, right. it is. Okay. It's five. No. No. Did you put Tolu, you know how sometimes you get the right answer, but with the completely wrong delivery? You just did that. Because I don't know what you were talking about, but technically you yeah. can get five if you get the That's... and one three with a technical foul. But I didn't think PC was counting that, so I put four. Yeah, like, okay. come PC, on, bro. Is Tolu still <laughs> we hate trivia, or did we just eliminate him? He's eliminated, bro. The only other answer was three. Sadly, unfortunately. Tolu is still correct. So. What? <laughs> what? Wait, but if you get a rebound, that's another possession because the clock resets. But it's what I Let said, though. And 1-3 on. with a technical Name? foul. But wait. he didn't say what you said, though. Wait, 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 wait. So y'all telling me y'all yeah. seen a five-point play before? I can honestly say I've been alive 25 years. I don't think I've ever seen a five-point play, bro. I don't think I've ever There's... seen a five-point play. The question so, wasn't, there... has it happened, though? It, is it possible? Yes. But have y'all seen it? I'm asking y'all, have y'all ever seen it, though? A five-point play? No. Because no. I have not. No, so no. no yeah. stop. PC, so you've yes. seen it. Gianni, have you seen it? It is. It's he very, hasn't seen it. Five-point play has happened many times. It's I've very un- it. It's very rare, but it's happened. <laughs> all right. All right, y'all. Totally, you, you live to see another question. You live to see another <laughs> question. Right? All right. So let's get into another easy question. Seahawks, Patriots. Okay, Gianni, what did you put? Seahawks, Patriots as well. Trey, what did you put? You know, Herbie, PC, this was way too easy. Because it is. We got another ring under the belt. Patriots <coughs> and Seahawks. Super Bowl 49. A Mickey Mouse ring. Mickey Mouse ring. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you guys yes. got your ring after the lights went off during halftime. Shut up. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> you were destroying them before that. What All right, mean? okay. What did you put? Yeah. yeah, I also put Patriots, Seahawks, and I think it was was Malcolm Butler. Was it Malcolm Butler that picked that? I think it was Malcolm Butler. Yeah, Malcolm Butler. Night. All right. Yeah. Close this out. What did you put? Also, Seahawks, Patriots. I was a little confused because TK was saying, why would you do this to Trey? So I was thinking it's a two that the Patriots lost. The way you were saying it, but, no, I, but I yeah, put the you. way I said it, yeah, yeah, I meant like, why would she make it so easy for Trey? Basically, that made me trying. second guess myself. Good, good. All right, 
the Patriots and Seahawks, of course. So, next question. Before Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine, there was another iconic showdown in the slam dunk contest between two Hall of Famers in 1988. Name the two Hall of Famers. What the? Yeah, Bro, come what on. the hell? Like, how to be remembering 1988 with no multiple We weren't even born, bro. You can't be serious. That was before my brother was born. This is very much easy. If you, no, it's not, bro. It's not. I'm asking this is PC's question. Can you repeat the question, please, Jeremy? Before Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine, there was another iconic showdown in the slam dunk contest between two Hall of Famers in 1988. Name the two Hall of Famers. It, yes, man. I guarantee everybody on this call knows who these two players are. I guarantee. Oh. Uh, whatever. Oh. Man, the answer's done. Everybody should have the answers already. Hold up. Okay. My Hold answer's wrong. I don't even care. Hold up. I, can't, I gotta think. No, he has to hurry up. The time is up, Trey. Write down your answer. Yeah, Trey. I got half the answer. This is Hermie, crazy. call on Trey first. Trey, you're up. Okay, Trey, what did you put? No, no, call on call on Tolu first. I don't trust Why? I literally Oh my gosh. Michael right, Jordan Tolu. and Dominique Wilkins. Okay. Gianni, what did you put? Um I put MJ and Hakeem. <laughs> okay. Trey, what did you put? I put Michael Jordan, and I didn't get a second name in. So, Sean and Tolu. Move on. Meanwhile, it's just you're asking the three questions to Gianni, TK, and Trey now for the easy one. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Next easy question. Yeah, easy. My eyes. (laughs) That was PC's question. I'm not going to... Which are you that greedy? You lick the wrapper when you take it off the sauce packet. You're that greedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. next question. Which head coach has never had a losing season in his coaching career? And I do believe this is for football. Again, this is another question that we've gone over. This is actually a pretty easy question. Yeah, this is pretty easy. I put Mike Tom. Okay, TK, what'd you put? I also put my comment. And Johnny, what did you put? I, I screw up. I put Bill Wash. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Johnny yes. is our first elimination, and we hate trivia. It's so sad to see you go, but that's the name of the game. All right. So now it's just between Trey and TK to secure a spot in the medium round. Who is it going to be? Ooh, this is exciting. Okay. Next question. So this is a name the player question. This player went to Boston College, was drafted third overall by the Atlanta Falcons, and is currently 36 years old. Name the player. Oh, no. All right, Trey, what did you put? You know, I love me some Boston College. So this was rather easy. You know what I'm saying? You got, my answer is Matt Ryan, a.k.a. Maddie Ice, a.k.a. Maddie Ass, a.k.a. Your Arm is <laughs> a.k.a. Thanks for that Super Bowl. 
right, TK, what'd you put? I also put Matt Ryan, a.k.a. Mr. 28-3. All right. The answer is Matt Ryan. I like how TK right. panicked before he heard the Falcons part. Yeah, I heard about the like, I'm like, really, bro? <laughs> I'm like, really, dog? <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a name the team question. This college football team, up until this past season, went 12 years being ranked in the AP Top 10, with 15 national championships, including seven from their head coach. What team is this? All right, Trey, what is your answer? Uh, this was a tough one, Hermie, but I went with LSU. Okay, and TK, what did you put? I went down. I went with Alabama. Uh, all right, roll, please. Uh, Drum roll, please, guys. All right, the answer is Alabama TK Security. Let's go. I knew it. I knew it. The fraud is eliminated once again. TK, bro. TK. That, that was good, TK. Congrats. Real quick. Look at this, bro. I started off right in Alabama, bro, and I scribbled it out and put LSU. <laughs> this is simple. You dummy. You dummy. Oh, is it, is it conspiracy? conspiracy was Alabama? Was Alabama really not ranked top 10 this year? I know they lost to um, Arkansas, but I didn't think they fell out the top 10. I thought they yeah. were like nine and then, or something. And then he said seven championships. And I'm like, the only dude that I know got seven chips would, is literally um, – Nick, Nick Saban. And... Go, ahead, go ahead, PC. Alabama fell out the top 10 in the AP top 10 this past season. That was the first time that happened in over 12 years. That's, That's okay. My next, my next answer would have been Clemson because I know – yeah, I wasn't thinking LSU. I was thinking either Alabama or Clemson until you said I seven championships. It. I had it. Congrats, TK. Now you got to win it because you know why? Eating a burger with no honey mustard. Eating a burger with no Eating honey mustard. With no... <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so let's move on to the medium round. We have Sean, Tolu, and TK all battling it out. So these ones are going to have multiple choice with them, okay? Just so you guys know. Name one NFL franchise that no longer exists, and the Oilers do not count. And this one actually doesn't have multiple choice. Wait, so I got a question, PC. does that mean like they switch cities or like the name doesn't exist anymore or like what? Be more specific. I will say the name does not exist anymore. I'll give you guys a hint. There's a very famous one that went toe to toe with Joe Namath in the Super Bowl. Yes, because we were all born in '65. I'm confused why the Oilers doesn't count. Um, yeah, that's the literally one, the one that was count. in my head. Yeah, that's the only one that was in my head. It doesn't count because that's the only one people know. Exactly. Yeah, like I, I really have to like think now, bro. Yeah, that was the plan. Okay, Tolu. I think I know, but you got your answer. No, I'm still thinking. I don't know this. Ooh, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna need some time, bro. Tolu. The Baltimore Colts. Okay, Sean, what did you put? I put the Buffalo Bison. I, I don't think that's a real thing, but... What? Okay, and TK, what did you put? 
I I put the St. Louis Rams, bro. Like I I don't know how we're supposed to come up with a name without the not name the Oilers. That's like so hard. Okay, so the only one that got one right is Tolu. It did used to be the Baltimore Colts. Wait, but they're still a coach. Yeah, but it's still a coach. So like how? Well, that's that name- why the, the PC said the name would change, but I think that's he meant exactly. The he said the name. That's what oh, you said the name doesn't name. exist. See, that's what I'm saying. So that's it. That can't count. Next week, none of us got it right. All okay. right. So I literally, right. Next I, that's why I asked PC. I said city. Yeah, because yeah, I could have said the St. The Louis Rams. Yeah, exactly. That's why. That's yeah. the first thing. I was like, oh, St. Louis Rams. Okay. The San Diego Chargers. That's true. The Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Okay. So we'll tricky, next bro. question, then. That was tricky as hell. Wait, Tolu is cheating. The Buffalo Bison don't exist. <laughs> no, there's no damn bison. There was never a damn bison, dude. No. That's a okay. triple A football team. Wait, so Tolu, oh, PC, can can you tell? Wait, wait, hear me. Wait, so PC, can you tell us the other t- the other team that would have been acceptable? Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking about the Baltimore Colts too, but at the same time, it's not the same. Um, oh, okay. Just, so it was the Baltimore Colts. Uh, just to name like a disbanded uh, NFL team. Um, there is the Canton Bulldogs. Uh, I didn't even know there was a Bulldog. Um, um, so there was also the Boston Yanks and the Chicago Tigers. The same with you. That sounds like baseball. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next question. Yankees were a football team at one point. Insane, bro. Learn something new every day, though. All right. So, Scott Skiles, a former Magic guard, holds the record for most assists in an NBA game versus the Nuggets in 1990. How many assists did he have? Is it 25, 28, 20, or 30? You said most assists in a game? Uh-huh. Yeah, man, PC, I, I got something for you. Like, you better hope I don't ask questions, because I sort of got The easy question is mm-hmm. going to be hard. Watch. That's what all ask. Okay. We don't know anything about Cuban baseball, bro. I'm going to work this week, aren't I, PC? But yeah, I did. picked 30 assists. Okay, Sean, what did you put? I put 20 assists. And TK, what did you put? I put 28 assists. All right. So, the only person moving on into the final showdown is Tolu. Tolu got it right. Yep. Every time, every time I get a question right, I'm cheating. But if I get it wrong, I'm the, but if I get it wrong, I'm the front. I don't care. I don't care, bro. You're cheating. Pick a struggle. You're cheating. I don't struggle. care. You're cheating. You're cheating. He's cheating. Don't care. Don't care. So wait. So Tolu won then, because he's the only person in the no. round, right? No. One of us two still move the on. Next round, oh, okay. And then it's and TK against each other to get another spot. Okay. Name the 2018 NBA Finals MVP. Is it LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, or James Harden? All right. Sean, what did you put? I put Kevin Durant. 
All right. TK, what did you put? Also put Kevin Durant. Okay. The answer is Kevin Durant. Good job, guys. All right. Let's see. You didn't like that final son told. I did not. LeBron should have won that nice. final MVP, but you know, we're not gonna listen. We're not gonna listen. <laughs> okay, next question. So I'm gonna give you a scenario and then you're gonna answer the question. So the scenario is a team hits two grand slams in the inning. How many runs did they score? This is for baseball, by the way. Um, is it two? Four, six, or eight? I swear to God, if y'all don't get this. <laughs> All right, Sean? I put two. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, put, I was about to say. I put eight. I put eight. Okay, TK, what did you put? I also put eight. Damn, I was really hoping he chose two, though. I'm not that much of a casual. <laughs> okay, the Four, answer six. is... Eight. All right. Two, Next four, question. Who we don't appreciate, Sean. <laughs> what school has had an NBA champion as their alma mater for the last three seasons? Is it Kentucky, UCLA, North Carolina, or Kansas? This basically means there is a player from this specific school that has had the NBA champion for the last three seasons. He's been, he's been an NBA champion for the last three seasons? There's been a player. There have been players from the last three NBA champions that went to this specific school. Can you repeat okay, the so choices? Herbie, can repeat the choices again? Yes. Um, <clears throat> is it Kentucky? UCLA? North Carolina or Kansas? All right, Sean, what did you put? <sighs> I guess Kentucky. Okay. And TK, what did you put? I also chose Kentucky. Good guess. Okay. The answer is North Carolina. I'm still alive. That's how? fine. I'm wait, okay with wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. How, though? Wait, didn't wait, didn't you say the last three seasons? Yes. yes. So Hulk Hogan made a shock appearance in WCW and shocked the world even further by turning heel and forming the NWO with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. This would change the wrestling landscape forever. However, what was the event that Hogan did this at? Is it Raw, SmackDown, Great American Bash, or the National Championships? Use process of elimination here, boys. Let's say WCW event. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Sean, what did you put? <sighs> I wrote SmackDown Screw Tray. And TK, what did you put? I put Great American Bash. I don't know. All right. Drum roll, please. The person moving on 
to the hard round is TK. Woo! Sean yes sir no white man is going back to back we sleep well rigged. hey tk bro tk you one step closer eating a burger with no yes, honey mustard eating a burger with no honey mustard eating a burger with no honey mustard eating a burger with no honey mustard i was robbed this was rigged I'm sure it Sean was. Really said Smackdown. Sean, it was casual. your idea. What a damn casual. This game was rigged. It wasn't my <laughs> question. Weep. It wasn't my question. Weep. Right, no, totally, totally, totally. Turn No, totally. Because you're not going to screw me out of a win, so you need to turn your camera around. I don't care what you say. Turn it around so I can make sure. I. It, there's nothing here. It's my McDonald's. Turn, my no, keep going. All right. all right. All right. All right. Just make it. Wait. What? what what's that to your right? To my right? What do you mean? My lamp? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Sure. All right. Let's go, Harmy. Oh, so, make sure Tolu. we have a SmackDown going against Tolu and TK. Oh, and I thought it was we are going to find out who is our new We Hate Trivia champion. I'd are love to smack TA down. Wait, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So, the first hard question is. The 1982 NFL MVP was a kicker for the Washington Redskins. Name the kicker. Is it Eddie Murray, Chris Barr, Mark Mosley, or Rolf Benerski? I don't know how to say that, but um, yeah. Y'all can use your hints for this question. Y'all have unlimited hints. Oh, we have. Oh, okay. Oh, then I definitely use okay, my yeah. Give me my hand. Go ahead. Give me my hand. <laughs> this is <laughs> Oh, okay. So can you can you give me the uh? Not hurt me. Can you say the um? Yes. Eddie? Is it Eddie Murray, Chris Barr, Mark Mosley, or Rolf Benerski? Wow, that's a big ass hint. Pause. What did he say? Did anyone see it? Let me see. Yeah, I saw it. All right, I think I got it. No running. Oh, <laughs> PC, that's like basically giving him the answer. No running in my hallway. We'll see. We'll see. No running in my hallway. <laughs> okay, TK, what did you put? Why did you call him Tolu first? Oh, Tolu, what did you put? Mark Mosley. Go to that routine. Okay, and TK, what did you put? I don't know if you can see that, but I also chose a Mark Mosley. Wait, where is it? Well, I don't care, but you get it. Mark Mosley. <clears throat> All right. The answer is Mark Mosley. <laughs> Mr. Mosley. Yeah. I, I love that show, by I the way. I wanted to tap that bald head. Oh, yeah. Now, what? Uh, no, no one heard hey, that. I'm so. I'm, no, no. Everybody's going to so, hear this, bud. You're exposed. What nope. is Lamar Jackson's? Win loss record for his career. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Why would you literally oh, no. ask this question? Wait, wait, TK, 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 I got this. Hermie, this was not a hard question. Let's not ask this question. This favors solely. Wait, Are you serious? Literally. Yes. It favors. Yes. It favors. That favors see, you. They too don't well. want to see a black man succeed. That is racist. <laughs> racist. 
Like that's hey, hey, hey. Don't even know still, the still, still, hey, told him still here in black, bud. Still here in black. Thanks. You're a Cuban. That doesn't told count. Him, I bet you don't oh, even. Brother. Who cares, Hermie? Next question. Yeah, Let's go. Come move on. on. I want to win this. Yeah, I need a spank. Let's see. This NBA player has an obsession with Legos and has Lego replicas of famous machines, including the Batwing, Death Star, and Titanic. He's been on one team his whole career and is a two-time NBA block leader. What player mm. are we talking about? Is Does it? he play right now? I don't know, yes. actually. I think Is I know he... the answer. Yes. Yes, he plays right now because I know okay. the answer. I think I know the answer. You guys, that's your hint. Can I have my hint, please? Since we have unlimited hints. That was your hint. What was it? What was the hint? He's uh, he's a current player. That's your hint. Okay, so the answers are: (laughs) Is it Kyle Lowry, Miles Turner, Donovan Mitchell, or Chris Bosh? I picked Miles Turner. And TK, what did you put? Total is cheating, bro. He's cheating. I'm, I'm, I put Miles Turner, but he's cheating. There's I'm no way cheating. you go from. There's no way you go from. Can I get a hit? Can I get an in? That all of a sudden he's saying current right. NBA. Your player. roommate, your roommate is either giving you the answer or you have a laptop. His you are you be a quiet, please? You all are right. a cheater. Hey, are you giving bro. the answers? Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. So the he answer is yes. no. He's lying. He's doing his homework. Can y'all please be quiet? Thank you. So the answer is Miles Turner. So they both got it right. Congrats. All right. Next question. Everyone remembers the resilient Boise State football team in 2007 that won the Fiesta Bowl. What was the team they defeated? Is it Minnesota, Oklahoma, Florida State, or Texas State? I will say the hint is there are a couple of Heisman winners to come from this school. The team is most famous for the trick play that they pull at the end and for Ian Johnson proposing to his girlfriend. Oh, I think that dance you're doing. But let us know what your answer is. Oklahoma. Okay, TK, what'd you put? Oklahoma. The answer is Oklahoma. You guys got it right. Once PC said Heisman, I was like, okay, good job. That's a big hint. All right. What are the numerical positions for the pitcher, catcher, and center field in baseball? Is it 148, 136, 246, or 128? And what is it? What's the positions again? For the pitcher, mm-hmm. the catcher, uh-huh. and the center field. Gianni, do you All know right. this one? The back of my bag. Y'all are really pushing. Uh, I don't know, like a good hint for it without giving <laughs> it away. Maybe like narrow it down to two of them? Yeah. All right. So we'll do process of elimination. Eliminate. Okay. First and second answer. Tolu, what did you put? One, two, eight. And TK, what did you put? I put one, two, eight as well. All right. 
the answer is one, two, eight. All right. In hockey, for a regular season overtime game, how many players can typically be out on the ice for each team? Is it one, two, four, or five? A hint, please. I do not watch hockey. Yeah. Can you get a, give us a hint, please? Don't give them, like, a really good one, though. Make it hard for them. One of the players is a goalie. That's <laughs> not a hint. That's not a hint. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know that. It's hard. It's hard to change the game while not getting this. Right. Like, Can you repeat the answers again, Hermie? Yeah. Is it one, two, four, or five? Totally. You're probably gonna beat me here, bro. Because this is all. Nah, you, I'm. I'm just guessing. I'm. I mean, this is like I said. This is the back of my bag for questions, man. I've been getting them right. All right well. I think we're ready, Hermie. Yeah. All right. What did you put, Tolu? I picked five. Okay. And TK, what did you put? I just guessed and also chose five. So. The, the answer is four. You guys didn't get it right. Damn, Damn it. Oh, my God. Tolu, don't ever say that again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> See, because I knew it was the goalie, but I felt like it was four. Then it would be like four players like on each side, including the goalie, is what I thought. Damn, I it, knew it was four or five though. I don't typically, like hockey, so can we move on, please? Typically three on three in overtime hockey, and the three fourth is the goalie. It's the goalie. Okay. You sure? Positive. All right, yeah, Hermie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, he watches hockey. So I'm going to send you uh, the... So, how many personal fouls does a player need to get to be ejected from an NBA basketball game? Is it two, four, six, or eight? I can tell you that was not a hard question at all. This is actually really easy. This is too easy. You might might as well just ask us the answers. We ready. Go ahead. Like, that was too easy. Six. TK? Yeah, I also told six. Okay, you guys got it right. (laughs) That was too easy. PC, I'm in my bag. And give us the... Come on, bro. Come on, PC. You got to do better than that. I got this. I got this. I was trying to get Hermes away, but I was trying to send you the question I had there. Sorry, in there. Okay. I just sent it. Next question. How many games do you need to win in order to win a set in tennis? Is it five, six, seven, or eight? Go ahead and give me a hit. Give me my hint. I don't need a hint for this one. Um, the hint is it is not five. Okay, Tolu, what did you put? I pick six. All right. 
There's no way TK is putting kept doing this, bro. Well, he said two acceptable answers. Then he said it's not five. So the other acceptable answer is obviously six. So it's called context clues, my boy. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The answer, well, the two acceptable answers were six or seven. Wait, so Tolu got, wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I okay. picked you're six. Right, you're right, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> okay. Next yeah, question. I, picked, I don't know why I thought he picked five. I got happy as hell. There are only two states in the United States that have yet to send a team to the NCAA. Is it New Mexico and Alaska, Maine and New Mexico, Alaska and Maine, or Louisiana? No, not wait, no, no, hold up, not Louisiana. <laughs> I messed up. Hold it, hold up, hold up. Okay, is it New Mexico and Alaska, Mexico and Maine, Texas and Maine, or Washington and Maine? I'm sorry. Can I get a hint? Oh. Okay, Tolu, what did you put? I picked Alaska and Maine. Okay. Uh, I'll pick the Alaska, New Mexico. All right. The answer is Alaska and Maine. Polo is our new We Hate Your Huh? New Mexico State Lobos. Yeah, the Lobos. Why did you? Choose New Mexico, I TK. I don't know. I felt like I felt like Maine. I felt like Maine had a there is no team in Maine. Maine is at the top of America, bro. There's nothing up there. Okay? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. didn't know. Know. I was like, I didn't know. I knew a lot. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, there's no basketball. I've never heard a basketball team up at Maine. And then the hey, last. I'm just glad. Time. Look, look, look. I would rather lose to Tolu than lose to Sean. A jar of mayonnaise. Okay. Tolu, <laughs> since you won again, you have the you have the honor to say eating a burger with no honey mustard. Eating a burger with no honey mustard. Eating a burger with no honey mustard. You gotta say it once. You gotta say it once. Eating a burger with no honey mustard. All right. Yeah, well, um, congratulations, Tolu. Well, um, ladies and gents, that was We Hate Trivia. Um, thank you guys for playing. It was pretty fun. And Danny yeah. Giddings, I love you. All right, so that. Before you go, Hermie, I just want to know real quick how how were the questions guys? Did they actually meet the easy and it's hard? No, it was, it was, I I like, I like this uh, version of We Hate Trivia way better. Yeah, this is a lot, this is a lot better. I like this. Yeah, this is better. Cool. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. Last week more. Well, I would never say th- I would never say thank you to a white man, but same you. here. Okay, so if you love baseball, this is the segment for you. We have our baseball nerd talking about all things baseball and what teams to look out for. So it is Stickball Central with your boy Gianni. Will you take it away? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Stickball um, Central. Um, today we're going to be talking about, um, 
the weekend recap, um, we're going to say, say um, basically talk about who the surprise team is and who's the disappointing team to start, you know, the, the weekend, basically, the first weekend of um, baseball. And I'm going to give my World Series pick as well. So for my winner so far, like, like, like have impressed me so far on um, this past weekend. I have to go with the Colorado Rockies. Um, they won two out of three against the Dodgers. And I was actually impressed because they lost that first game. I think it was like five to three. And they come out the next two games and actually um, was hitting the Dodgers pitchers all around. And that kind of shocked me. And they actually won today as well. So they're off to a 3-1 start. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep, you know, like keep going because, of course, it's early in the season. Um, but they have impressed me so far. Um, better than expected to start the season because usually with the Dodgers as the first opponent, you would think uh, they will be like swept or something like that, or they will only take one game. But to take that series was pretty impressive. And the team that d- disappointed me um, this um, weekend was the Milwaukee Brewers. They got swept by the, the Cubs. I think they're much better than, than the Cubs, in my opinion. Um, they're the favorites to win that division. A lot of people had them top five in the power ranking entering the season. And today they lost to the Baltimore Olves to, to nothing. That's a Baltimore team that you should be able to score 15 runs or more. And it was pretty shocking. Um, that they came out flat, and they're off to a one and three start. They can, of course, there's a lot of games left. Um, they can recover, but for them, I think, you know, to start the season, their pitching is not like as good. I think that like during the season, um, they will have to probably get somebody in the deadline to add to their pitching rotation. Their offense is slacking a little bit. Um. But I think they're going to get hot offensively. But to me, like, the disappointed to start, um, I have to go with them because you you lose, um, I think, two out of three against the Cubs, and then you lose to Baltimore 2 nothing. So I, I just don't see, it like, like, a great start for them at all. Um, they have all the game with Baltimore, I think, tomorrow. They have to recover. They have to find a way because that division – to me, is, you know, there could be surprise teams from that division. You got the Cardinals. The Cardinals are always going to be right there for the division. The Cubs could be a surprise team. They have some good young talent. Um, they got some pitching. So they, they have some pieces there. So moving on to the World Series pick. You could say a lot of teams like the Dodgers. You could say, like, Toronto could be there. But for me... The big, the two teams that I think that are actually going to go to the World Series this year is going to be um, the San Francisco Giants. I think um, last season when they won 107 games, they surprised everyone because they were supposed to be a 60-win team entering the season. And they lost to the Dodgers in the do-or-die Game 5 in the Division Series. I think they're going to take the next step. I don't think they're going to win 100 games exactly. But I think they're going to win like 97 games around there. And they're going to, to make it to the World Series this time around. And I think they're going to take on 
this could be a shocker for everyone. But I think they're going to end up playing the um, Tampa Bay Rays. I think is a shocker because that division. I think they take they took a step back the Rays, like everybody's like expecting them to like um, not be the same team because Toronto improved, Boston improved. I think people are gonna put you know those two teams ahead of them, but I think Tampa Bay, they're just a team that that always like finds a way to to win as like more games than expected, and I think they're gonna get to the World Series. Um, I, I don't. I think the team that's going to win the World Series is going to be the Giants. I think it's going to be a six-game series, and I think the Giants will beat them. And I think Logan Webb will be the World Series MVP because I think he he's a great pitcher. Um, from last season, like nobody expected him to take that step last season. I think he's going to take another big step, and I think they're going to to take um the World Series this year, the San Francisco Giants. And it's going to be San Francisco and, and Tampa. And I think for the championship series, it's going to be Tampa versus Houston in the, the American League. And then the National League is going to be on the Giants versus the Dodgers. And I think the Giants find a way to beat the Dodgers in seven games. And I think Tampa is going to beat Houston in six games. That will lead to, to them meeting in the World Series. And I think the Giants... Um, winning six games against the Tampa Bay Rays. That's all I have for this week. Next week, we're going to recap to see, you know, a full week of baseball. Um, we're going to see if, if um, the Rockies, who I, I said that impressed me so far, if they can have another good week or, if, you know, or they fall off. And we'll see if the Brewers, you know, like um, recover a little bit. You know, because the season is so long, there's going to be a lot of up and downs. So we're going to see if a team, another team comes out and disappoints or if another team just come out be impressive for a week or so. So that's all I have for today. All right. And let's move on to our next segment. So Sean showed up today. So we are going to do divisional draft targets with Sean and Sean. Will you take it away? I don't know why you said that. Like, it's unexpected for me to show up. I show up almost every single time. Anyways. No. Anyways. We have not forgotten about the battle that you have fought with your toilet, your stomach, and that Taco was like Bell. We have not forgotten. Four months ago. We have not. Today, we are doing Divisional Draft Targets, and we are doing... TK division, the AFC West. Yay! That division, in my Yay! opinion. And, you know, not very talented. They, they clearly they need a lot more help. Uh, not, not like, you know, they added Devontae Adams this offseason, Russell Wilson, the Chargers added Khalil Mack and JC Jackson. Clearly, this division needs more talent. So that's what we're going to do today. We are going to have the draft. We are going to do the first pick. And for the Chiefs, also the second pick, because they do have two first-rounders now of each of the teams. Give them some much-needed boost to the few spots that they do have holes in. Because as I just said, they are some very talented teams. Don't have a lot of holes. But we are starting with the Chargers pick. They do have the first pick here because the Broncos traded the ninth pick for Russell Wilson. The Chargers, I really wanted to get them a tackle. I do think it's their biggest need across from Rayshon Slater on the right side. I couldn't get one. The top four guys were all gone. 
And I certainly wasn't going to reach for a guy like Bernard Raymond or Tyler Smith, one of those guys. So I decided to give Justin Herbert another weapon. I think Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are a great duo. They could really use a third guy to just be a true difference maker for the Chargers offense. So I gave the Chargers the best deep threat in the entire draft, Jamison Williams. I think he would completely unlock that offense. He'd be, have a great connection with Justin Herbert, and he would just be unfair to opposing defenses. TK is shaking his head because he knows how scary that would be. On to the next picks. We do have the Chiefs with back-to-back picks from the Tyree Kill trade. Uh, number 29 and number 30. I gave them Kyir Elam out of Florida and George Pickens out of Georgia. Kyir Elam is a very long athletic corner. Would be a great fit in the Steve Spagnuolo defense, and he can be a shutdown number one, man coverage type of corner. You have him, LeJarius Nade, Rashad Fenton's all right, but he can be a solid number three guy. You have two very reliable top two corners, and you're pretty much set there. The other position I wanted to target was pass rusher. Couldn't find a guy I liked, so I decided to replace Tyreek Hill with my best wide receiver who was on the board, George Pickens, wide receiver, Georgia. He tore his ACL this year, didn't play until. I believe the semifinals of the playoffs, but the year before, you have to watch him the year before. He was absolutely dominant. Shades of like an Allen Robinson, just elite in the jump ball, can run past guys, can take a slant to the house. He can do pretty much everything. Great round runner, super athletic. The concerns are, like I said, he tore his ACL, so he could have some problems there. And I've also heard there might be some off-the-field concerns. Nothing crazy. He hasn't been arrested, just some immaturity. But if there is a team that I trust to figure that out, it is going to be Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs to get his head on straight and make him be a pure baller on the field. Next pick, we do have TK's Broncos, all the way with the last pick in the second round. I don't even know how they got this pick. TK, do you know? Uh, yeah, we, when we traded Von Miller, Remember, yep, we traded that, for the second yep, and that the Rams second and third. Yep. Okay. Because I knew they traded their first and second to the Seahawks. So I was wondering how they got this. But yeah, that makes sense. So Von Miller. Yeah, trade. that's ba- that's that's basically what we did. We just basically gave them our second and third, and we kept the Rams basically. Yep. So not not exactly the same position. Von Miller was a linebacker who played on the edge and rushed the passer. I gave them a linebacker to drop back in coverage, play in the middle of the field, shut down the run, and just play sideline to sideline. Chad Muma, who I think is one of the most underrated linebackers in the draft, probably my third favorite linebacker in the draft. There's the Kobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. Everyone knows those two guys. After that, there's a big discussion on who's that next guy up. Some people like Christian Harris. Some people like Leo Chanel. My guy is Chad Muma. I think he's just all around a great player. He can play in coverage. He can stop the run. Not to, You're not going to get much of a pass rush from him, but that's not what you're expecting. You're expecting him to do those two things. Drop back in coverage, be able to man up against tight ends, playing some short zones, and also fill gas in the run game. That's what he's there to do. And the Broncos currently have Josie Jewell, and I don't even know who their linebacker two is, but those two guys paired up, Chad Moomer and Josie Jewell, I think would be a great duo for the Broncos' defense. Last week on this division, we went to the Chargers, we went to the Chiefs, we went to the Broncos. Now we're up to the Raiders. The Raiders, I want to target one of two positions, offensive line or defensive line, especially the interior. They have... Their offensive line was a big problem last year. I don't think they did, made much improvements in the offseason. They did add Devontae Adams, who is a great weapon, and is going to be able to make that offense even better. But I do think they need to get that offensive line figured out. Unfortunately, there weren't any guys I liked at this spot, so I did go with the defensive line, especially specifically in the interior. Everyone knows, everyone, a lot of people made fun of the Chargers this year for not being able to shut down the run, and that's absolutely true. That was a huge problem of theirs. 
The Raiders had a very similar problem. They could not shut down the run. Going from Yannick Ngakwe to Chandler Jones should help that. Yannick is arguably the better pass rusher, but when you're looking at the run game, Chandler Jones is definitely an improvement there. But they still need help in the interior. They brought back Jonathan Hankins, who's known for being a big run-stuffer nose tackle. So I gave them a guy, Federer Mathis, defensive lineman out of Alabama. He's a good run-stopper. He's absolutely very reliable in that role, but he also has some juice in the pass rush. He's more of a three-tech where you play to pretty much bring you some pass rush. He's not just a heavy nose tackle. So he can pretty much play all around. He can rush a passer, stop their own. I don't think he's a lead at either, but he's good enough at both where he can be a huge upgrade in the middle of that Raiders defense. And with that, we are done with the AFC West. Next week, we are doing our last divisional draft targets. We are doubling down because after next week, we are doing a full mock draft with the entire podcast. Everyone's getting involved. And then after that is the NFL draft, which I'm very excited for, and I can't wait. See you guys then. All right. I'm excited for that, too. All right. So I just want to throw it in there that TK made a video on our Instagram, and he has the most likes we've had on a post and a bunch of comments with fan engagement. And then, Trey, anytime you post about trivia, there's here's an actual comment from Trey's delusional self. Quote, I had it in the bag, trivia equals conspiracy, end quote. And there's no other comments. And why is that? Because let me tell you, Trey is scaring off our fans. So let me get to the end of this. PC, do we really want this man scaring away our fans and posting content like that when all the people really want to see is TK's pretty face? That's cat the people have They want to see the truth. I mean, they want to hear the truth. They want to see how each and every one of you on I here is out of trivia like a little and All the stuff TK has posted, it has the most likes. Yes. He makes a great point. TK has never posted anything, though. So that's crazy. Yes, he has. He posted he a hasn't. video. And it has the most likes and TK comments. TK has posted video. I posted the video. TK just happened to be the thumbnail. You got to stop trying to discredit no, no, me. No, no, no. You got to stop doing this. You got to stop doing this. I will not stand for the bull. <laughs> no, okay, Trey. I want you to go look at her Instagram. There's a video that TK posted of himself talking about himself. And it has the most. Is he in a red shirt? Most comments. Um, Is he in a red shirt? No, I don't remember. I don't think he was wearing a red shirt though. Whatever video, it probably was one when I was gone or something. I don't know. So, anyways, let me get to the end of this. Um, Petition to have off the top rope with PC and TK, so Trey can stop scaring off our fans, and it will just be better all. Yeah. All right. TK doesn't know wrestling like that. He can't take over. Yes, I do. Batista Bomb. Um, Triple Stop H. it. PC Cole, is Michael Austin. Cole, and I am Pat McAfee. That's just how we must. No, no, no. That's how PC, we must. No, PC is the guy in the cowboy hat, uh, the legend. What's his name? Uh, Give me the Jim name. Ross. The yes, Jim Ross. PC, that's disrespectful you. Cowboy? He's calling you an Oklahoma country man. <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> you could be Michael Cole, bro. He called you a cowboy. <laughs> All jokes aside, Trey, you know we love you sometimes. And you do know your wrestling stuff. So we'll just keep it with you. So let's get into Off the Top Rope with you boys, PC and Trey. PC, start us out.
Yes, sir. I think it's about that time for OTTR with uh, me and Trey. Um, you know, Trey, I, I, I do appreciate you as a co-host for this segment. Um, you know, it is unfortunate that, you know, the top-rated IG, you know, video on our, our podcast Instagram is uh, of TK as the thumbnail. I did confirm that. That is true. But it's it's a it's a introduction video for like all of us, so I like exactly. So it doesn't matter who I put as the thumbnail. We would have got roll. We would have got likes. Notice how Sean is not in the video because Sean is a bum and a fraud and a cat. <laughs> this is also fight. This back, is all. Man. I mean, but anyways, it's uh, OTTR time. Guys, and uh, there's plenty of, uh, to talk about from uh, the fall of the WrestleMania 38, the most stupendous pre-night event in Mania history. Uh, we had the Raw and SmackDown after Mania. Uh, we also have some a couple of AEW news to get to a significant uh, big-name wrestler uh, debut in the company. And we have a few WWE awards to get to as well. Uh, so, Trey, I know... You have plenty to talk about. Uh, let's start with the Raw after WrestleMania. Because uh, I think, in my opinion anyway, there was a lot of backlash towards it on Twitter. But the Raw after Mania, it was pretty significant. And there are a lot of returns and a few surprises as well. Yeah, man. It was cool. I want to start off with, first of all, Elias re-debuts as Ezekiel. No more long hair. No more beard. No more guitar. He looked so different. Like, you could tell it's him, but it's not a good look. So that's not going to last very long, I don't think. What's your thoughts on that, PC? This is Elias' younger brother, Ezekiel. And honestly, I, I see the resemblance. Like, they're obviously relatives. Like, clearly, like, you know, he's got, he's got his brother's features. You know? It's just, he's clean-shaven. Obviously, this isn't Elias. It's Ezekiel. And I think what... Ever he does, uh, you know, for his first program back and shaping up to be Kevin Owens. Because if you watch Raw tonight, Kevin Owens actually has him taking a lot of detective tests next week. Uh, so it should be it should be pretty you know, entertaining stuff. You know, everybody living up to do well. So I like well, that's very suiting because you know he is a liar. So, but next topic on the list we have Rhea Ripley. You know, joining Edge and Damian Priest, they got a little dark faction right here. Things are not going so well with Liv Morgan and their tag team. And PC, I got to hand it to you. Coming up with this thought, that was a good one. I could definitely see her, you know, branching out. They lose to Naomi and Sasha again, which I think they do tonight. And I think that's a possibility as well. Rhea Ripley, obviously not in the right headspace. And, you know, him, her and uh, Damien Priest, uh, obviously, you know, friends outside of the ring. So um, I could totally see Rhea joining that group. Like, it all seems very possible. You know, she imagine under the mentorship of Edge, Rhea Ripley, maybe she can become Raw Women's Champion once again. That is something I would if, love to see. If that means dethroning Bianca Bumlayer, I'm all for it. The stupidest, the dumbest, the lamest, the boringest, the tiredest. The slowest. Oh. oh, oh, brother. But anyways, we're on to the next topic because I can't stand to talk about her at all. MVP heel she... turn on my guy, the almighty Bobby Lashley. Must tell you, it's not like surprising, 
but it's something that you didn't want to see because, you know, Bobby Lashley, he's been entering by himself for the past two weeks without MVP. So, you know, this thing, it it was hard. It didn't seem unlikely, but now he's formed up with Omos. So I think he'll be a better manager with Omos than AJ Styles was for him. And Omos is about to be even more of a force. What do you think about this? Perfect mouthpiece for someone like Omos. Now he doesn't even have to talk in his promos anymore. He wasn't the worst talker in the world, but now he has someone like MVP on the side, you know, who obviously still go in the ring too. It's just, it's a good feeling to have. Maybe, I don't know where Omos goes from here, but that pairing, you know, is a good pairing, you know, almost something. And, you know, as far as other business goes, it's truly the end of an era. You know, there's no more purpose. You know, it's more that, you know, it's one of my personal favorite time and very well through the pandemic era. Um, you know, it's sad. It's truly the end of an era. Yeah, man. But now, what does that leave for Gable Stevens? We'll have to find out soon. Next on the list, we got NXT new champion crowned, a.k.a. Braun Breaker defeated Dolph Ziggler last week on Raw for NXT Championship to reclaim his title. The fans love him. The company clearly loves him. Nobody wanted Dolph Ziggler to be the champ, except for me. But, I mean, it was great. You know, Dolph Ziggler putting him back over. So, I mean, what do you think about this? Um, I'm surprised they didn't do this at San Deliver. I guess it kind of makes a little bit more sense, because there might have been more people at the Raw after Mania. Uh, um, personally, I would have loved to be at San Deliver, but I see why they did it overall. Um, yeah, I, I, I mentioned it last week. Like, Ron obviously still has a lot to prove, you know, uh, during his time in XC. And, you know, he, he says, uh, he says, you know, moments where he loses these sort of matches. He's paying his dues in that way. I guess is the perfect way to describe that, you know, because when you have guys like Ron Breaker coming straight out of the PC, you know, these certain that aren't, you know, really professional wrestlers that started in another wrestling school or whatever. Um, coming straight out of whatever they did you know, prior to you know WWE superstar. Um so for them, you know, there was only Braun. Braun hasn't even had, you know, thirty professional wrestling matches on the belt. Like let that sink in. Like Braun hasn't even had thirty professional wrestling matches yet. He's already on top of the world. Like it, it's it's a wonderful sight to see if you watch NXT, Ron Breaker is the future. And it's it's, it's written all over. Ryan's on the wall. Yep. Can't wait to see what the future holds with him. We know he's going to be the top guy. Moving on, we have NXT call-ups to SmackDown. Comes with a few name changes from Marcel Bartel and Raquel Gonzalez. Now, the SmackDown women's division is better than Raw's, but they're being, eh, they're not quite being used properly. But I think that, you know, Raquel Gonzalez being added into the mix now, that's a good thing for her. And I would like to see her compete now because now we don't have to see Shotzi. Still need to see Zia Lee, Galia. Definitely won't have to see Nat- Natalia no more for a while, hopefully. Still want to see Shayna Baszler, though. But what are your thoughts about this, PC? Um, from Raquel Gonzalez to Raquel Rodriguez. Subtle name change, not particularly, you know, bad about it. Um, and then Marcel Bartel to Lucky Kaiser. 
which actually translates into Emperor Ludwig, uh, which is kind of a you know cool name because Kaiser means German. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, those those name changes, like I'd say, the bar is low for WWE changes, but um, you know, for them to trademark, you know, a name, they obviously don't want to trademark the person's actual birth name and um, you know Marcel Bartel's actual birth name is Marcel Bartel, and um, Raquel Gonzalez's actual name is Raquel Gonzalez. So that's why they had the name changes. Same thing with uh, with Gunther, um, who. His actual name is Walter, but you know, obviously WWE, I guess, isn't in the business anymore trademarking people's birth names. You know, good on them. Uh, obviously, don't want to hold the rights to a person's actual name, uh, which is why you see name changes. I think name changes like don't change the quality of a wrestler. Like we all freaked out when we saw Pete Dunne change the Butch, um, but I mean, deep down inside, we all know. Pete Dunne's so great wrestling, um, you know, and it, that's never going to change. And I think more, the more people get upset about these same changes, um, you know, the more they're going to take away from how great a wrestler is. Um, and Raquel Gonzalez, or excuse me, Raquel Rodriguez, Ludwig Kaiser, Gunther, Butch, all great wrestlers. And real quick, I would like to add on seeing Gunther debut on SmackDown last week. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You know he's going to be a top guy. He's coming for that Universal Championship soon. I just wonder who's it going to be against. But we'll get into that another time. On to the next topic. You have Corbin, a.k.a. Happy Corbin, turns on his friend Mad Cat Moss. Now, I think we all seen this coming past couple weeks. There's been tension. The jokes haven't been that funny. The chemistry's been off. And, you know, Happy Corbin, he blames Madcap Moss for his shortcomings over the past two weeks. You see, I think it was time that this should happen because now he can branch out and be one of the future pillars for this company. I like Madcap. Madcap is cool. He's going to be great. What do you have to say about this? Um, I think he's already over the crowd a little bit. You know, he's, got, he's got the charisma. As the look that Vince likes. Uh, guys like like Moss and you know now that he's finding away from Happy Corbin, you know they're obviously going to have their little program. You know that's fine. Madcap Moss can be a very likable babyface by the end of this year, but WWE has to play their cards right with you know a guy like him, you know coming from such a toxic gimmick like Happy Corbin because Happy Corbin really does his job really well. You know he's very good at being a dislikable heel. Um, but you know, obviously, shouldn't take away from someone like Madcap Boss, who's very good at being, you know, quite a resilient babyface, and I think he can become that. Yep. And the best news about this is that there's no more Drew versus Happy Corbin or Madcap Moss. Thank God we get to move on from that. Now they have their own feud going. And on to the next topic: Lacey Evans returns, but no more Southern Belle gimmick. She's now. Has her little army pants going. She got that black top going. She's more aggressive now. And I like where she's going. I like what she has. The last gimmick she had, it was cool or whatever. But I like this Lacey Evans better. She's back because she means business. I agree. Um, you know, she's back as a beauty piece, which I think is even more interesting. You know, because she obviously, you know, was selling in, in her very passionate in real promo on SmackDown, like, 
you know, her struggles growing up and how she even got into the military. You know, so for her to come back, you know, and try to change her gimmick and, you know, actually be this, you know, likable war veteran with the troubled past, like, I think it's compelling. I think it's compelling. I'll, I'm interested to see where it goes because uh, I do, I did like her last gimmick, but, um, you know, this gimmick, I, I think, naturally benefits her better. So uh, we'll have to see how she fits on the Wounds roster, uh, especially on SmackDown. All right now, because I feel like it's definitely wide open, you know, with the list names on there. Tell you, bro, the women's division, they got a real opportunity here. To, it's going to get better. We just got to eliminate the likes of Shotzi and Natalia. Them two, they're already at the door. Keep Aaliyah. She sucks that promo, but I like how she looks, and she could be a good wrestler. It's time for Zaya Lee to get some more matches. But, you know, on the other news, we got Roman, which called? Roman wants the Usos to go to SmackDown. He wants them to unify both tag team championships. And I got to say, after him winning two belts and he said there's nothing left for him to do, it kind of clicks in our heads. Okay, maybe he wants the Usos to go be double champions. This could be the first time, you know, we see a faction literally holding both titles from both brands. That would solidify his dominance his greatness, his legacy in the WWE. It would solidify the Usos' legacy in the WWE. And I don't know about you, PC, but I actually, I like this idea. I want to see the Usos on top because for so many years, they've been coming up short against other tag teams in the past. They've always been those likable guys who couldn't just get over it quite yet. And now they're at the top. So, I mean, you like this? You on board with it? I'm, I'm on board with it. I wasn't on board with them unifying the top belts. Um, and you know what? For what it's worth, Roman holding Universal and WWE Championship is pretty cool. With that being said, I know we're leaning towards unifying the tag belts now. And it's just, it's kind of sad because, you know, for, for a couple of years now, we've had like, you know, this brand split and, you know, more teams stand out with more gold. That was the idea. Um, but maybe now with the unifying of tag belts, you know, there's going to be even more significance with, you know, the two titles. Um, at least that's all I can hope for anyway. Uh, we'll have to see where they even go with this because uh, I don't even think WWE knows where to go with unifying the, uh, the, world, type, uh, the world belts and uh, the tag team titles. But, um, you know, as far as an idea, Usos versus RK Bro for the World and SmackDown titles. It's pretty good on paper. It sounds very good on paper. It's money. That's money right there. It's a money-making paper. I'm telling you, whether they have the title switch hands before Backlash or at Backlash, I don't care if the Usos hold both titles, even for just a couple of weeks. I just need to see them holding both titles. That's all we want to see. We just want a little taste of what's to come because we know. We just know it's going to be sweet. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And I really can't wait. Don't want to see RK Bro as tag team no more. Want to see Randy go back solo. Want to see Alpha Academy back on top. So this is just a win-win for everybody. It's just a win-win for everybody. But that's it for, you know, Raw after SmackDown. Smack, I mean, Raw after SmackDown. Raw after WrestleMania. SmackDown after WrestleMania. AEW News. Heard you mention that. What do we have with that? All right. So Samoa Joe for those who don't know. Honestly, got fired by AEW twice. Um, 
and he popped up at the ROH Super Show over the weekend, over WrestleMania weekend. Uh, it was on Friday. He came out in the last second after Jonathan Gresham uh, became the unified ROH World Champion. Jay Lethal then proceeded to come out and press him uh, to be the first challenger. Lethal and Sanjay Dudd proceeded to beat down Gresham. And then we saw the Samoan submission machine return in full view. Um, and he proceeded to beat down on Lethal and Dudd. Um, and you know what? Good on Smojo. Uh, he debuted um, on Dynamite the week after. Uh, took on Max Caster in the first men's qualifying match for the Owen Hart tournament. Um, and yeah, this was this was uh, you know Joe's first match back, um, and I obviously didn't get as many headlines as I think it should, but uh, it should be worth mentioning. Small Joe, still got it. Small Joe definitely still got it, and um, you know I'll, I'll be interested to see how they utilize him. Uh, they actually separate ROH uh, television championship match with um, Noro Suzuki this Wednesday on Dynamite. Uh, so that's yeah. going to be a nice treat for that fan base and really for all wrestling fans who, you know, like Samoa Joe. Now, real quick, PC, because I've seen the pop for it. I didn't actually, like, watch the pay-per-view because I'm not in the AEW like that. But I will say, Samoa Joe, does he have the same theme song from WWE or we got something different? It's uh, something different. I don't, I don't even think it's the old, like, theme that he used for the WWE it's something completely new. Um, I mean, these ladies, um, it's not horrible. I don't think it's horrible. It's, I'd say it's a, a good generic theme song. A good generic theme song. Yeah. Well, uh, that being said, we're a great transition, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for Samoa Joe. I got to tune into AEW because I do want to see the Hardy Boys wrestle together some before, you know, they officially stop. But without anything else being said, that's it from Off the Top Rope with your boys PC and Trey. Sean, you're a fraud, you're a bum, eating the burger with no honey mustard. Back to you, Hermie, on the main podcast. Okay, well, that was a good Off the Top Rope, guys. So with that, let's get into... One of my favorite parts are hot takes of the week. And as always, if you want your hot take featured on our show, all you got to do is add us on social media, message us, get in contact with the boys, do what you got to do. And we look through the submissions and choose the best one for that week's episode. So PC, will you please play our fan hot take of the week? My name is Kobe. I live in Texas. And my favorite team is the Lakers, even after this disappointing, disastrous season. But we move on from that. And this is We Hate Sports Fan Hot Take of the Week. And my hot take of the week is the 76ers will not make it out of the first round of the playoffs this year. I see them playing Toronto. And with not being vaccinated, players are not going to be able to travel to Toronto. And Matisse Thibault is not vaccinated. So I see that hurting them tremendously because he's a great defensive player and their best defensive player, and that's going to hurt them a lot. So, And their bench is pretty weak, and plus Doc Rivers' horrible rotations is going to hurt them a lot. Wow. 
Real quick, PC, do you guys have anyone that's not vaccinated? We have one player that's not vaccinated. That's Matisse Stiebel. The defensive part for y'all. No. That was a lot, man. I will say. Go ahead, PC. Doc Rivers is a very, very frustrating head coach to have. I'm literally at the point where if we don't win the championship this year, I'd kind of be very happy because Doc Rivers would no longer be the head coach of my team. That's where I'm at with Doc Rivers. Uh, there's a lot clinging on to Doc Rivers. And, you know, I, I think he will be the main reason, you know, that we don't win a championship this year if it doesn't happen. Um, as far as the first round matchup goes, uh, the Raptors, Nick Nurse is a very smart head coach. Um, with that being said, I do think other players will step up. James Harden will step up. And another thing about James Harden, he does not need to be the guy that gives us 30 or 40 every single game in order to be you know, I think everybody looks at, you know, look, look how horrible he's shooting. But look at the other stuff that he's doing, right? Like, he was second. He finished second in the regular season in assists per game. Only Paul. Um, his rebounding numbers are up. Like, if you, obviously, everyone's going to look at the and think, like, oh, he's washed now. But the fact of the matter is, James Harden can still be very effective. Um, come playoff time. I don't see how, you know, beats us in a seven-game series. Man, PC, PC, PC. Well, first of all, I, I completely agree with you when you say, I don't know what he was thinking. You guys are not losing to the Raptors. I got you, I got you guys sweeping that. If anything worse come to worse, the Raptors might get maybe one game out of that because out of respect for Nick Nurse, he's a very smart coach. One of the smartest coaches in the NBA. So if anybody can pull a win, uh, uh, out of their ass, it'll be him. But, yeah, I think you guys are going to sweep. I will say this. I will say this, PC. You are, you are completely right when you say you don't need 30 and 40 from James Harden because you absolutely don't need that in the first round. You don't need it in the first round against the Raptors, 100%. Now, when you get to that second round, PC, because he, the kid, the, whoever that was that, that sent the hot take, he made some pretty good points. You do have to worry about Doc Rivers. And I understand you you being happy if you guys don't win the championship because Doc Rivers stinks. I don't know how this man keeps getting a job in the NBA at this point. I really don't, bro. But whatever. That's a that's another conversation to another take for another day. Um, no, he's not. Shut the hell up. He's not. Nick Nurse, come to LA, baby. We're waiting for you. We are waiting for you. But that's we'll get to that later. So he made some pretty good points as far <laughs> as Doc Rivers. Yes, I agree with the Doc Rivers part. But PC, you are going. You are crazy if you think. That Harden's numbers can be as bad as they have been shooting-wise. And that he can do that in the playoffs and just because he's getting more rebounds or more assists. Or even if he's playing a little defense, you are going to need 30, at least 30 a night in that second round. And probably from then on, bro. Because the, the competition is only going to get tougher. And PC, also I wanted to say this. You have a very good starting five, bro. You have a very, very good starting five. I like the starting five. But he did kind of make the bench, bro. When you start getting a seven, eight, it's it, you kind of you kind of do got to start questioning because the bench is kind of weak. The guys that you do have around, they're 
somewhat inconsistent. One night they could, one night the team could shoot over fifty percent in threes. The next night it can be in the twenties. Like you, like he he made some pretty good points. But I don't know, man. PC, I still, I still, like I said, I, I think you guys are going to the Eastern Conference Finals at least because you there's too much on the line for this team. Too many people job on the line. Like there's the world is looking at the Sixers now. You guys have to get there, bro. So I still think you get there. But I'm just saying, bro. If you think that James Harden, James Harden is going to have to, he's going to have to match what I know I'm going to see from Embiid, which is going to be 30, 40 point nights. He's going to have, you guys are going to have to, he's going to have to be the one-two punch that I want to, bro. I'm telling you 100%. That competition is only going to get tougher, dog. It's only going to get tougher. I I get your point. Your point is valid, especially in the second round. Like, you know, I I think we might face like Miami Heat come second round. I'm not sure how the bracket's going to work out, but uh, obviously I'm not, saying that, you know, Harden shouldn't get 30 a night or 30 or 40 every night because obviously that'd be great. Uh, I'm just saying, with our starting five that we have, guys like Tyrese Maxey, capable of going off for 30 as well. Tobias Harris has gone off for more than 30 in a playoff game. Um, you know, and this East Bible, I mean, it is what it is with him, you know, but he brings a, you know, defensive mindset that he's definitely need on the scene. And you have a veteran like Danny Green, who I think benefits being better in the starting five with Maxi and B. Harden and uh, Harris. Um, because he's, he's a catch-and-shoot, you know, corner three-point specialist. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just I hope that we make it out of the first round, at least with the Raptors. Um, you know, I'll expect guys like Precious Sachua and Pascal Siakam to start scoring you know, consistently and efficiently come playoff time. Yeah, so, I don't either. Yeah, I, I, I just hope that, you know, whatever happens, we come out and we at least, I, I think the Raptors have a chance to get at least two games off of us. Um, but I'm hoping that it doesn't come to that. But yeah, you're, you're more you're more generous than me because I, I give them one maybe. But I honestly, I have you guys sweet for this one. All right. TK and PC, I think you guys both made some good points. But let's get into our crew member hot takes of the week as well. And honestly, I want you guys to step it up with the hot takes, okay? We need Tolu sobbing. We need TK, like, crying. We need everything, okay? So, Trey. What? What is your hot take? How did I just, how did I know, Harmi? How did I know? (laughs) Because I just (laughs) know you're hot take and you're gonna make everyone here cry weep and sob and it's gonna be a good hot take oh brother you know as you know whs pioneer i would like to say this we get a pc 14 minutes left i would like to say this right my hot take for this week is sean buckle up them boots gator boy because the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to defeat the Nets in the first play-in game. And we will face the Cleveland Cavaliers. A clean sweeping at that series. And then we go on to the second round. Don't know who we'll be facing. But my hot take <laughs> is just that the Nets are gone. They're donezo. You know why? Because Kyrie is not a good leader. He's not even the leader of the team. KD is. But it's not going to be enough, okay? It is not going to be enough. The Nets, not the Nets, the Cavs, they're hungry. Of course they're hungry. Everyone's hungry in the NBA right now. I mean, shoot, look at the Nets. They came from top three seed to bottom tier. They are in the play-in now. 
barely just snuck back into play, I might I add to that. Barely just snuck back in. They're not scaring anyone. And even if they do beat the Cavaliers, I'm not worried about them because we tapped that ass three games in a row. Yes, we are winning the series three to one right now. So there's nothing you can tell me about the Nets. They do not have the defense. They do not have the defense to keep up. Yes, they can score they the will. lights out, they but will. it does not matter. It does not matter. Wow. They are you do dying. know Ben Simmons might come well, back, right? yeah, when Ben, well, ben yeah, Simmons when ben is ben not going to come back. back. And even if Ben he's Simmons back does the come playoffs. back, it's not going he's, to be he's, enough. He's coming back in the playoffs. That's it's not going to be enough. Making added to that they are done. They are wait, done. wait, Trey. I just want to say, Stop it. Stop I just say that, number one, the Cavs are not being the Nets. But in terms of a matchup between... That's hot take because no one thinks that. Listen, listen, Trey. Yeah. I ben told you Simmons, would have a spice. Push. Listen, as far as Ben Simmons go, if Ben Simmons actually returns for that first round matchup between you guys, he is not going to make any significant change to that Nets lineup. I Are you serious? He's not. Yes. I'm going to yeah, say this. He'll be, I'm good. Say he'll this. be good for the I'm defense, gonna... but that's where you're wrong, TC, because no, no, it's they're not, not just the defense. Y'all are because y'all, they're, y'all not going just, to, oh they're not going God. to make it to that first round of playoffs. Y'all are really going to really make me sound like y'all really going to make me be the bench. They're right really now, bro. Like, thinking really, that Ben Simmons is like, just so first of all, First of all, if you're correct, wait, Tolu, let me get him first, then I'll let you go. If you think that there's. I hope y'all know it, like, because PC and Trey, y'all are smart. Like, y'all are smart young men, bro. Y'all know damn yeah. well Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons can lace them up right now, and he can play in that play-in. Because you don't make you don't make an announcement like this saying that there's a chance, quote-unquote, he will be ready for the play. He's ready to play now, bro. They, they no. have in their minds, they have it in their minds that they're going to easily beat the Cavaliers, which they should. And I believe that they easily will beat the Cavaliers. It's going to be too much pressure, and the Cavaliers are young. They're not there yet. They're, they believe that they're going to get to the playoffs in that first round. And I guarantee you, listen to me, I guarantee you that you can make this a hot take or that Ben Simmons is going to be in that first game of the regular of, of the playoffs, bro. When the playoffs start, he's going to be ready. He's going to be 100 percent. And I'm telling you, he's going to add playmaking and he's going to add defense, which is all the Nets need. They don't need anything else. They have Seth Curry out there shooting. They have then you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who are top five. At their positions, bro. Like, come on, bro. Then you add, you plug in Ben Simmons to that. You plug in Ben Simmons to that, bro. Now you have to guard Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. PC, look, Real I quick. know that you. I PC, I, I'm expecting this from you. I expect it from you. So I'm not mad at you, but trade, dog. Do better. Do better. I'm just wondering, is Kyrie, did New York lift their mandate to where Kyrie can play there now, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They play. lifted their mandate to where Kyrie can play there. But here's the thing, right? I know we didn't get to see Kyrie, KD, and James Harden last year. But I'm not worried about Kyrie, Ben Simmons, or KD this year. You know why? Because they're not making it past the Cavs. That is why he's not going to get a chance to play. And their coach is Steve Nash. He is a bum. Steve Nash is not going to utilize any of these players well. I was right about that. I've seen it last year. I'm going to see it again this year. It is not going to I agree with you. I don't think I don't think the net I don't think the Nets would win that series, but they would definitely make it competitive. It's six or seven games, bro. It would be a competitive series, but I still got I got Celtics at least going to the second round. So I got Celtics and Sixers moving on from the first. So I'm gonna keep hundred percent. I have no doubt about that. But I'm just saying, bro, 
Stop. Don't sleep on the Nets. It may not work the first year, but come next year, when these boys are it's, able to play full games together, bro, watch out, dog. I'm telling you, watch out, bro. I'm sleeping on the Nets. It's, I'm sleeping on Ben Simmons. Let's not forget what Ben Simmons did in the playoffs last year. This is the same man that passed up an open dunk in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference semifinals last year. That's in the past, Absolutely. Absolutely. No, 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 no. No, totally. He makes a good point. He makes a good point. No, he's right. But, like... This is but the same man. Have, but, also, let me... This is the same man that has also been waiting all season long. Something that, obviously, he was not mentally prepared to be in. But something that he is now not physically able to be in. Coming back from a back injury, especially a herniated disc, and your first game back is in a first-round matchup against a red-hot Celtics team. Like, you're telling me that Ben Simmons, the guy that passed up the open dunk in the Eastern Conference semis last year, is going to make a significant impact for this Brooklyn Nets team? I just don't see it. And I've seen, I've defended, y'all know, I've defended Ben for the last four years of my life. Yeah. But the fact yeah. is, is that Ben Simmons would not be ready for a primetime first-round matchup against the Celtics. He's not making a, like, significant change. I'm sorry. I mean, and I'm, I'm also not, I'm, listen, and when I say Ben Simmons makes a difference, I'm, I'm like I said, I named what I said, De- just defensive playmakers. I'm not worried about his scoring. Ben Simmons are probably 10, 12, and 11. He'll probably get numbers like that. Like, he'll probably only score like 10 to 12 points. But that's all he will need to do, bro. They won't need much from him. You're, you're just there to play to play defense, to guard the one through five, which Ben Simmons can, and then just playmaker, which is just comes natural to him. Like, he can do that easily. Now you take the ball out of Kyrie's hand. Kyrie's a great off the a great player that plays off the ball. So can KD. That's pretty dangerous. And like I said, I don't think it works this year. Because like PC, you made great points. It's it's he hasn't played all season. Like the back injury, the mental health issues. Like it's, it probably won't work this year. And then you got to play the Celtics, bro. Who like I said, we both agree they're they're gonna move on to the second round regardless if it's the Cavs or the Nets. But I'm just saying next uh, year. Three rated next year. Next year, I'm saying this team is the, the Nets are gonna be the. They're going to be one of the top three teams. Let's move on to the next hot take of the week. So, Jinani, what is your hot take of the week? Yeah, you're on mute. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. There you go. Say something. Oh, yeah, it's just not working because he took the mute thing off. Yeah. Try to, um, I don't know. It's not working, bro. We can't hear you. See, you see, there's problems. Leave the call. (laughs) Yeah, leave the call and come back. To, um, someone else then while Gianni yeah, we, figures that out. Um, get Tolu out of the way. Tolu, what is your hot take? Yes. Week? Okay, it's going to be a football take. I'm going to make this quick. The Ooh, New okay. England Patriots are not making the playoffs next season because the <laughs> AFC is too <laughs> stacked. Yeah. I can name That's not a hot take, you bum. I've been telling y'all take. that since free agency. It's not a hot take. We're done. We're cooked for this year. <laughs> Go Red Sox. Go Celtics. <laughs> we are cooked for this year. Yeah. Right. Seasons, yeah. With the hot takes. All right. Um, Sean, what is your hot take of the week? It is about how I think we will only see one sweep in the first round, and it'll be the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls will have no answer for Giannis. They've been frauds all season. And I would just like to remember, let's go back to the beginning of the season 
when someone here, I won't say any names, TK Hayes. <laughs> he the said Chicago there were final Bulls to make the NBA Finals. I would just like to remember that and see how wrong he was. Because the Bulls are frauds and the Bucks will sweep them. I mean, yeah, not, not, aren't honestly, they like not, all, Oh, are they like 0-16 versus the top three teams? They're like they only won like three games, bro. Like against the top teams. But honestly, totally. They're two and twenty-one. God, that's terrible, bro. That is terrible. Yeah, Tolu, I don't know what you were thinking when you picked the Bulls. Uh, I didn't say that. You said that. Sean, Sean, you accidentally said PK Hayes. I think you meant Tolu. I think you meant Tolu. You didn't mean me. But yeah, bro, Tolu, you got it. I'm not delusional. a terrible pick. Man's really said no. TK s- said that the Bulls were going to the finals. Y'all keep the saying TK. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, no. yeah, I remember it's, it's TK. Yeah. It's, it's, he no, said Lakers no, and Bulls. No, TK well, said that. No, no. To be fair, TK said Bulls Eastern Conference Finals. finals. I, I said, still got I, what I what I said. Was, I said the Bulls. I said the Bulls would make the playoffs. That's it. No, no, you said no. Eastern Conference well, Finals. You're not about to downplay it like that. Uh, <laughs> no, he Conference said Finals, Trey. He said Finals. He said NBA Finals. Yeah. He did not say Eastern Conference Finals. Everyone's saying Finals, TK. All right. Well, um, Gianni, now that we can hear you, what is your hot take of the week? Um, it's probably not too much of a hot take, but I think the Sixers and the Heat are going to meet um, in the second round, and it's going to go to an epic Game 7. And the game is going to be decided um, in the last minute. That'll be fire, bro. He's, he's James Harden, when the pressure is on, is going to choke, and I cannot wait. <laughs> wow, Tolu. Hey, Tolu, guess what? James Harden has son that LeBron James hasn't this year. Oh, man. How many rings does James Harden have? Here we go. How many How rings many does James team- Harden have? How many rings does How James Harden have? How many rings does James Harden have? Exactly. How many teams have you seen? You see how we'll resort to have no argument. How many teams have you been watching? LeBron James has more talent stored in his left nutsack than James Harden has as a whole. Okay. Thank you, PC. With that, um, PC, what is your hot take of the week? I'm curious. Doc Rivers, you are a Los Angeles Laker. No, I won't do that. Wow. Yes, sir. You wish. You we were about wish. to kick you. I won't, yeah. I won't. yeah. And then the recording would stop. Anyways, my hot take for this week is going to be a baseball hot take. I will Ooh. say that the New York Mets who, by the way, lost to the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, Phillies came back on them, went by four. Um, New York Mets. They are going to be the MLB's version Los Angeles Lakers team of this year. And that means that the New York Mets will miss out on the playoffs this year. That's my hot take. There's, what do you think about yeah. that, uh, I can I agree with PC there because the Mets are overhyped. Honestly. Mm, okay. Respect the Mets. Max Scherzer, he's on his Our last hot of the week goes to TK. Please let us know what your hot take of the week is. 
All right, so my hot take of the week is actually going to be about football, and it's going to be about the NFC East. <clears throat> Sean, okay. DC, Leanna, you ready for this? Yeah. The New York Giants, ladies and gentlemen, are going to win the NFC East, and they're going to make the playoffs. No. Stop trolling, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sean has to be trolling. <laughs> he left. <laughs> Oh my goodness, the trolls! I don't blame him. What the, the hell is that, TK? Right, can y'all y'all didn't even let me y'all don't gotta hear me. The trolls no, we don't need to hear it. Here, like it okay. First of all, there has never been a repeated winner in the NFC East, first of all. Every year it changes. Okay. It's been the Eagles and it's been the Cowboys, and it's been Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles. I honestly believe that Brian the Ball is actually going to change this franchise around. I think that that Danny, and this is the only time I'm gonna ever say this, huh? but I don't think that Daniel Jones is as bad as everyone makes it seems like he is. I believe that he is the second, maybe third best quarterback in that division. Honestly, I don't believe Carson Wentz stinks. Jalen Hurts is really not a good quarterback. He's a great runner, but he's not a good quarterback. So, if we're being honest, Daniel Jones is probably unbiased. Probably the second best quarterback in that division. I honestly think that with an offensive-minded coach, finally. That he's honestly going to shock a lot of people this year. And I think the Giants are going to get in the playoffs with nine wins. I'm giving them nine wins over the division, and I think they get in the playoffs. Hmm. I don't think this I'm a- crazy. I don't think I'm crazy for saying that. You're crazy, Sean. Sean, Sean, I would love to hear what you. Well, of they course, Sean's going to agree I mean, with you because you can't he's act no, Sean. Sean no, 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 yeah, Sean is biased. I am not biased. You are. I was literally hey, going to disagree with him. Hey, oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Sean wants a Go ahead, Sean. I'm one of the, I'm like one of the least biased fans here. We know Trey is biased. PC is incredibly biased. TK is biased. Oh. Tolu is the most biased person on this earth. I am not biased. I was going okay, to say not yet, TK. You're, you're it's going to take some time. It won't happen this year. Hey, TK, I thought this was called hot takes, not burnt takes. That's crazy. Yeah, oh, he really brother. been giving burnt takes recently. TK, thank you for that burnt take. I mean, really, it was just the cherry on top for hot takes this week. The Eagles burnt themselves picking Jalen Rago over Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Kolu, all right. Well, anyways, let's move on. Um, PC, would you like to give us your closing monologue for this week's episode? Anquan Bolden. That's what I got to say. Episode 68 is in the books. I want to thank everyone for coming out this week uh, for a jam-packed show. Uh, obviously, we didn't get to uh, the NBA playoff matchups that we are going to see uh, over this uh, weekend. Uh, of course, we got the play-in this week as well. Um, real quick, just one word answers, seriously, because we're running uh, late on time. One word answers. Uh, everyone give their predictions to the play-in games. Uh, uh, Let's start with let's start with uh, Gianni. Uh, just one more answers. Uh, the matchups we got the Clippers taking on the Timberwolves and the Spurs taking on the Pelicans in the West and the East. Cavs, Nets, and Hornets, Hawks. Clippers, Pelicans, Nets, and Hawks. Right. Yeah, Everything Gianni just said besides the um, Nets. Cavs is taking it, the buddy. We'll see. TK? Yeah, I 100% agree with Gianni. Tolu? I agree with Gianni, too. Sean? 
Nets, the Cavs, the Pelicans, and the Clippers. I agree with Johnny as well. First round, I did. Imbecile. First round, I did. Imbecile. I think we all, I think we all have the Nets coming out in their matchup. Uh, For sure. I actually got Hornets being the Hornets. Um, and we'll go from there. Uh, and as far as the West, I'm going to go ahead and give the Spurs and the Clippers to win their matchups. And we'll decide seeding next week. Uh, we'll definitely go more into depth with it. Uh, we have, you know, obviously, like I said, uh, we have uh, some big names, uh, you know, some hopefully big changes coming to the podcast soon. Follow our Twitter at WHS underscore podcasts, our Instagram at WHS underscore podcast, our YouTube at youtube.com slash we sports, and our TikTok at we hate sports. Um, and yeah, um, we mentioned it at the beginning of this show, um, but obviously with the tragic death of uh, Dwayne Haskins, who um, passed away uh, at the age of 24 this past weekend, I say call a loved one, check up on him um, every week because of situations like that. Um, it's hard to even fathom what his family must be feeling right now, what his teammates, his friends must be feeling right now. Um, it's, it's harsh. You know, life, life is a bitch. Like it really is. Um, and you never know when you're going to have that last conversation with someone. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's really why I got this week, man. Like, just take care of each other. You live in a messed up world. Like, and sometimes, you know, you just need to just reflect and hang out with a couple of, you know, close friends or family. You know, just to feel wanted. Just feel needed in this world. You know, it sounds corny when I say it out loud, but uh, whatever. That's life for you. I'm PC. I'm going to get something to eat. Are you about to get a hamburger with no honey mustard? There it goes. There it goes. Hey, Sean. Burger with no honey mustard. Dumbass. Imbecile. Burger with no honey mustard. Retard. No, Daniel. 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 No,